Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action helping others and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're joined today by Michael J. Mayer, the best-selling author of The Seven Levels of Communication, Go from Relationships to Referrals. Michael has used the challenges in his life to build a community of loyal followers known as the Generosity Generation. The Generosity Generation believes in a kinder, gentler, and yet far more productive form of selling. Michael's wisdom and systems help business owners have a business that not only feeds their family, but also feeds their soul, a method to achieve not only success, but also significance. Now let's welcome Michael to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. So Michael, as we are um, reading the information, and I've read your book, and um, and in case you guys haven't heard of Michael before or don't haven't purchased his book, you definitely want to hop over to uh, Amazon and purchase his book, The Seven Levels of Communication. It's a great book. In real estate, a lot of folks refer to it when talking about how to really build a powerful center of influence and past client-based uh, uh, business. But when I when I when you guys listen to the description that we just read for Michael, some of you all say, "Well, that doesn't sound a lot like Tim and Julie," but it is. It's the same thing. He just says it in a not much nicer way, where we'll say, uh, "You know, your highest <laughs> and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to others." He's saying the same thing, and that's the reason I want all of you guys to listen to what he has to say because he has a ton to offer. Um, he's probably one of the he's probably one of the top ten uh, uh, potential guests that I've other have had other folks suggest that we interview. I had Michael on years and years ago, back even before I think it was an officially a podcast. So Michael, again, I thank you for your time and thank you for uh, your contribution to this industry, this crazy industry we're in. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's an honor and privilege to be back and always, always love our conversations, right? High-minded conversations that are really bent on helping others and helping people. So thank you for having me on. As high-minded as real estate people can be, right? I mean, let's be honest here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, was, uh, so, I was hoping to put myself in your category with that. So, oh, see, see, this is this is the game Midwesterners play. We always like to top each other on who's more humble. So, Michael's from Kansas. <laughs> Michael's from Kansas, and Julie and I are from Ohio. So, those of you who are on the coast, you're going to be annoyed by annoyed by our unnecessary um, uh, kindness to each other, our unnecessary, you know, <laughs> humility. But still, it, it's there. So let's let's just jump right in. You, I know you you do a fantastic job of really getting to the heart of you know working your centers of influence and past clients and really getting to become an integral part of these of your uh, your your some people call it your tribes you know life when they think about real estate. When I'm thinking about you, so where did that philosophy come from originally? I mean, you were you didn't we you're a hard Britain star, aren't you? If I remember correctly. Yes. Yes. That's right. So yeah, that's that's when. probably yeah yeah way back when. So I thought I figured our paths have been crossing since Julian like since the '90s. So uh, where'd your where'd this philosophy originally come from? Because that's kind of Howard Britton's group was definitely not about that. They're about marketing and advertising and branding and a lot of ego stuff. And you kind of took an exact opposite stance to that. Can you walk folks through how, where that philosophy came from? Wow. So I, I think the first thing is that I tried the others. 
you know, I, I tried the, the cold calling. I, I tried the door knocking. I tried the uh, even the marketing to strangers, right? And uh, my degree is in marketing and communication, so it, it, it would make sense that, uh, you know, marketing would be the first avenue I would go down. But what I discovered and analyzed was that where my business was really coming from and, and what was really fun and what was really, like, uh, fulfilling was this, this other avenue of business that base, was based more on communication than it was marketing, right? So it was, it was much more about, hey, communicating with the people I know and utilizing some of those, those marketing approach, you know, the funnel, the, the knowledge of what's next, um, you know, new, 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 and, and, and utilizing some of those. But I used them in the form of, of communication with the people I already knew versus versus marketing to strangers and i believe that you know the whole philosophy is it, it's it's time to stop marketing to strangers and it's time to start communicating with friends and and that that one line is essentially the, the central theme of everything we do with the coi or or soi whatever you want to call it so what so are work, the things that michael did, right yeah right well so uh, let me just i'm going to read uh, just back up so so the sake of our listeners will feel more uh like in tune with you. Um, we've shared this information with folks, and this is always true with every single person we've ever coached. When you go through the list of total transactions that they've had on the seller side mainly, and you break it down where that business came from, and this could be somebody selling 400 houses a year, assuming they're not just spending all their money on uh, marketing and advertising, you're going to, or buying their leads, you're going to find almost always the greatest single percent of their business comes from exactly what he just said. But here's the difference between what he's doing and what he's asking all of you guys to consider doing versus what many of you do is he's not just basically taking his existing list and saying, that's it. He's taking his existing list and he's cultivating it. He's actually expanding his list through his existing list, through doing more transactions and through asking for business in nice kind of laid back, non-threatening type Midwestern ways, if you want to call it that. So a lot of you who have done the centers of influence and past clients, and you know that we tell you that that should be your first spoke on your wheel or one of the first three, really, depending on your situation, it should be definitely one of the prominent sources of business for you forever. If you're, if you basically have a list of 50, you're only, you're, that's going to run dry. You're not going to get much from it. So the challenge is continuing to expand that list um, and uh, not just basically being complacent saying, well, I got my 300 statistically, I should be able to get 10% or 30 transactions a year. doesn't work like that because those same people are in other people's lists. So if you're going to be listening and applying what he's asking you to do, do consider the fact that you need to be, um, you need to be prospecting, but you're prospecting in maybe a more laid back way. Did I say that right, Michael? Yeah, I really did. You know, it, it's one of those where we, we need to realize that the, and this is my humble opinion, of course, is that the ultimate reason or purpose for a business is to be referable, right? If, if your business is not referable, then you're doing something wrong. And, and if you, you know, there, there's three C's of referability, right? There's character. You have to have the integrity, the honesty. You have to, you know, do the right thing. And then the second C is competence. You need to uh, be very good at what you do, perhaps even the best. And you need to do things right. So you need to do the right thing, and you need to do things right. But the third C is communication. You need to communicate in a way that makes your company more referable, at the very least, uh, lets the world know that you want and need referrals and that referrals are important for business, right? And so it's, it's you know, you can't say that you deliver quality service if you're not getting a ton of referrals, right? You can't say that you're the most honest, 
trustworthy, uh, full of integrity agent if you're not getting a ton of referrals, right? The proof in the pudding is is how many referrals you're getting and, that, that, and, and, and the quality of the referrals you're getting. So, uh, you know, I, I talk a lot of times about, you know, people say, well, it's just about getting people to like, respect, and trust you, right? And it's not. Right there, there it, it, let me give you a chance here. And, and Sam, I, I, uh, I typically would be afraid to ask the interviewers questions that we haven't talked about. But you're you're strong enough, and you're you know you're a top notch agent, right? You're a top notch coach. You're a top notch person. So you know, here's the thing: you you get four options, and you you can only pick one, one and only one. And which would you choose to be? Would you number one choose to be liked? Number two. If you can only pick one of these, would you choose to be respected? Number three, would you choose to be trusted? Or number four, would you choose to be referred? Like, which one would you choose out of those four? You're not going to get number four unless you're the first three. So number four implies, perhaps, right? Number one, two, and three. So it's kind of like you get a you get a pick one. It's almost like an all of the above, right? Right. But there's there's even more to being referred. We really need to, as business owners and leaders and realtors, we need to seek to be referred because here's the thing, right? Is referred implies something far more than liked, respected, or trusted. There are people that you like who you would never refer. There are people you respect who you would never refer, you know, respect almost to the point of fear, right? And then there are people that you trust that you would never refer. Referring, and, and, and first and foremost, which of the four pays the best, right? Being so, liked but, but does not let, pay well, being respected. No, yeah. this, totally, this totally makes sense. Actually, you remind me of the story. So we had a, this little French bulldog who's had a lot of health problems named Louis. And when Julie and I, we had to, we we're talking with this vet and Louie had to have one of his ears like this inside of his ear removed because he had tiny ear canals and it's just an absolutely horrible, you know, I don't even want to think about it type thing. So this was years ago and we went to the vet and the vet said, okay, I have two choices for you to choose as a surgeon. One guy you're going to like, he's going to talk with you. He's going to hold your hand. He's going to walk you through the whole thing. He's going to make you feel really good, but he's not as good as the second guy. The second guy is going to come in, do the operation, do it perfectly, get out. He doesn't want to talk to you. He doesn't want this, the other thing. Now, it's not exactly in tune with what you just said, but we chose the one that was more professional that was going to get the job done. But to your point, we've never referred anybody, we've never referred anybody to that, that, uh, you know, that surgeon. Um, but yeah, so there, I, yeah, that doctor, right. So I get your point. Let, let me ask you a question though. So I, I think what you're saying makes perfect sense and everybody can wrap their mind around, you know, it makes perfect sense. So what, how do they, people don't, aren't just supposed to ask for, you're supposed to integrate into your whole entire life, basically being someone whose goal is to attract to them referral type business. So let's make this really practical. Can Let's start with a question that it's always fascinated me how agents answer this question. I'm sure it has you too. You've asked this mm -hmm. question more than I have, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Why is it that agents are afraid to ask for referrals, right? You knew I was going to ask that. So why are they afraid to ask for referrals? Yeah. Well, and my answer may surprise you, right, is uh, at the bottom line, we do not believe that you should verbally ask for referrals, 
right? And in fact, the whole 7L system is predicated on not verbally asking for referrals, right? It, it's better to attract referrals than it is to ask for referrals. And in fact, if you have to ask referrals, a lot of times it means you have not earned the referral, right? So, so that's a that's a whole. So let's let's put that bubble over here, and then let's let's go down to. Um, so how do we uh, attract referrals, and how do we get referrals without asking for referrals, right? Now, the first thing is that uh, work work on yourself so that you're not just getting uh, uh, referrals attracted to you, but you're act, uh, you're attracting great people, right? Tim and Julie Harris attract great people. Michael Mayer, we attract great. Why is it? Because we've we've worked on ourselves and self improvement for years to the point where it it is attractive to have conversations with people like that. So first and foremost, you know, get yourself educated. But on a more uh, granular scale or detailed scale is you need to create referral conversations. And the mm-hmm. way that you, right, don't ask for referrals, but create referral conversations. And what's the difference between asking for referrals and having referral conversations? Well, one of those is asking for referrals is a very one-way street, right? All of the trainers who are out there saying ask for referrals have never asked you for referrals. And quite honestly, they've probably never asked for referrals in their entire life, but they carry on the myth and the story that's been said for years and years and years, right? But the thing is, is, is all right, so let's talk referral conversations. So the best way to get into a referral conversation is first and foremost, be with someone who wouldn't mind a referral conversation. So uh, there are certain people, many of them are nine to fivers, people who go to work in the morning, uh, they, they go to home in the evening, they, they do dinner, kids sports, and crash in the bed. Many times are, are A, uh, not willing to have a referral conversation, but B, is there's no room for them to refer you in their life anyway, just because they're not interacting with a lot of people. So the first thing is who would love to have a referral conversation? And it's professions that, interestingly enough, are great referral sources, right? Like commercial agents and business brokers and CPAs and financial planners. They would love to have a referral conversation because you know what? They're interested in referrals too. So that's the first thing is, is make sure the audience or, or the people you're you're meeting with are open to a referral conversation. Can, the can second cover thing, there, Mike, yeah. Michael. I, I don't mean to get you off your game, but we only have a half hour. I know you've got a lot to say, but I know what our listeners are yeah. gonna they're gonna bug me about it. So let, let's just yeah. just drill down on this. You're saying basically when you say referral conversation, yeah. okay, I want to know specifically. Yeah. It, it you're essentially what I think I'm hearing you say. As opposed to being like, you're right, one of these old school trainers should just say, this is a business call. I'm calling desk if you have any referrals, you know. Uh, you're saying yeah. that doesn't work, and you're right, never has, never will. And But you're saying instead, referral conversations. Are you telling me that to, to have conversations with people where you're essentially telling them stories or essentially sharing with them uh, what, how, how your business works? Give, be more specific. Let's break that down. Yeah. Give me an exact, yeah, exact example. So, like you're me- Yeah. 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 So, so the, okay. So, the, first of all, success stories are a big part of this, right? Having stories of of you not being the hero, but your clients being the hero, and you being the guide on the side who helps your clients solve the problem, right? So that's first. That's awesome. But the the, biggest, the easiest way of this is deliver massive value first. Give massive value first. I run and am proud father of the generosity generation. It starts with generosity, right? So you meet with someone or you have a call with someone, your entire purpose is to just deliver massive value, give massive value first. Now, when we act in generosity, right, we act and put love into action, which is generosity, 
what do most people tend to do or want to do? When you say deliver massive value, can you be specific and give them examples yeah. in a very practical, tactical way? Yeah, if you don't so mind? yeah. So, so yeah, this example just happened. So I had a conversation with a gal who this month is going to Spain, right? So we're, we're you know, I'm, I'm asking her, hey, big, any big trips this year? What's well, her husband's from Spain, and so uh, she was just talking about how excited they were, and she's a business coach, right? So it's it's like we were, I was talking about her goals and everything about the business, and she was kind of like talking at a very uh, low vibration, low energy way, and then all of a sudden we asked, you know, I asked what trips are you going to? Oh, she got excited, right? She's going to Spain, and her husband's from Spain, and he's been, he has not been back since he was a little kid, right? So this week, uh, actually, that's not true. Next week. She is going to get Rick Stevey's guide to southern Spain and Rick Stevey's guide to northern Spain, right? So she's going to get a, a, a really nice travel guide from me uh, off of Amazon. It will be shipped as a gift to her doorstep, right? So, so, and I've done this thousands, maybe even 10,000, maybe even 100,000 times in the last 25 years. And, and so what happens is when you deliver massive value first, you help someone conquer a challenge, achieve a goal, or enjoy their life way more than they thought was possible, they're going to want to reciprocate, right? She's going to call okay. and say, oh, my gosh, that was the nicest gift. Uh, what can I do for you? See, referrals is not a question. Referrals is the answer. So when somebody says, what can I do for you? The answer is referrals. When somebody says, how can I help you? The answer is referrals. Well, how do we okay, get so, them to the point that's right. of asking, well, right? I get it. So I understand what you're saying. Makes perfect sense. And by the way, I want to go to Italy, um, a modern area. So if you have any books you want to send me, go right ahead. No, I'm kidding. So, so you're talking you about – We're going to Italy. No, no, no. no <laughs> trying, oh, are you really? <laughs> no, yeah. we're not going yeah, to Italy. I dream about it every day. Though. We should talk about that sometime. But anyway, so let's move back. So as far as your uh, – as far as your, um, all right, so you're sending her a book. And it's an awesome idea. Great, very, very smart thing to do. Now, some people will do similar things with handwritten notes. There's lots of ways that people can make personal contact. And I appreciate what you're saying. Yes. You'll make a focused effort every single day to make a contact that is personal in nature, that is directed towards not just some BS marketing message, but something that is actually going to touch them so they know you are thinking about them. I think I'm translating what you're saying correctly. So how do you, you're, and you're saying, and, and it's 100% agree with you, that does create a almost like um i hate saying the law of reciprocity and I'm, I'm i don't know but there's no it law is. but i mean there 100 well there's yeah. there's not a law i mean if you can show me where that's written down yeah. in the book of principle. laws i'll appreciate more it. of a principle but yeah it, i agree principle. it's a principle it's, it's like when you walk well so you and i are from midwesterners like i said at the top of the call so you know when you open <laughs> the door for somebody it's almost like they have this sort of like they have to open the door for you you know there's almost this, and that's what he's talking about. So if you guys have experienced that, it, it is, it actually is a psychological thing that's been proven that people refer to as the law of reciprocity. It, again, it, it's the law is just overstating it, but there is some sort of weird sort of psychological thing that when somebody does something for you, you want to repay them for having done that. It's true. You all know that. So if you, now you're sending this book to her, you're going to, she's going to follow up with you with some very nice, I'm sure she's going to be surprised. How do you then refer, how do you bring back uh, the, uh, I mean, without seeming tacky, how do you go back and say, well, listen, I certainly appreciate, I would certainly appreciate me if you, if you come across anyone who you think I should be buying or I should be helping buy or sell homes, I'd appreciate if you'd pass along my information. Do you say something like that or are you less direct? 
that that's 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 my my in uh, that's probably the nuclear uh, not quite nuclear case scenario but but where I want I mean it, it, it this is amazing I mean when people start to put this in play it's almost magical how easy mm-hmm. this is when 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 they say oh my gosh that that guide was great or thanks so much how can I help you the answer is referrals right so let's say Marguerite says hey. That was that was awesome. What a great gesture. You know, how can I help you? I'm going to say referrals, right? Referrals. And and, and it's amazing. But how are you going to say it? The more successful you are, the, I'm going to say But referrals. Michael, I mean, help I me, help me I because, say referrals. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't mess around. Yeah. Okay. That's, I like that. That's, no, that's the way I would do it too. Well, it's, Let's it's, word. But, but I, I want you to know there's, there's, there's psychology to that, right? I mean, it's like if all they remember is the answer to how they can help me is referrals, I win. So here's the next thing, right? So referrals. The number one thing they're going to say in response is, who are you looking for? Or, and the more successful you are, the more power this answer has. Because they're going to think, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know you were still looking for business. Or, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't even know that, you know, that was on your radar. You know, and, 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 and I will tell you what, if it's up to them to figure out how to reciprocate, they won't reciprocate. But if they know specifically how to reciprocate, if they know how to bring value, if they know how to help you, then all of a sudden the heavens open up and it is amazing how referrals are going to flow towards you because you people just now know massive. how to help you. I'm sorry. You just said something massively yeah. important, massively important. And you said it two different ways. I hope our listeners got it. You said that when they are, that if you don't ask them for referrals, that they won't think to send them to you because you're saying the typical response that they'll have, or in some version of this, I'm sure, is I didn't realize that you were no. like, you know, that's what they'll say. And that's, so listeners, here's what I want you to think about when he said that. So incredibly important. If you don't ask, they're not going to think to send you the business because they're going to think that you don't necessarily need the business. Now, the reason that you guys don't ask is because, well, maybe Michael can fill in that gap. Michael, why don't, I mean, if you really get down to it, when you're, you do, you're just speaking yeah. and you look at agents all the time and they all say, I want to, I want to do what you're talking about, how, but they won't ask. They won't actually say referrals. They won't do what you're asking them to do. Why do you think that they won't ask? And I know we talked about, we talked about their level of expertise and we talked about their ability to deliver service. We talked about all that, all that stuff is like in your head stuff, but what would be the main reason mm-hmm. why these guys are still refusing to ask for referrals in your opinion? Well, it's, I think they're right, right? I think it's good. I, I think the reason they don't ask for referrals is not fear of rejection. It's not. It's because they don't want the other person uh, to feel awkward, and they don't want people to ask them for referrals. See, referrals is not a question, and, and I hope that's coming through here, is, is referrals is the answer. When is the best time to give a best business card? Is the best time to give a business card, you go to Starbucks and you shove business cards into the people uh, in line at Starbucks, or... Would it be better if somebody came up to you and said, you know what, that was a really nice gesture when you bought my coffee. Let me have one of your cards. Like, in which way is it better to give your card, right? In one way, it's going to be trash. They're just going to, you know, get the card and drop it right in front of you. And if they, you know, if they're in the Midwest, they'll wait until you leave to throw it away. Right? <laughs> but they're going to throw yep. it away. That has no value. Yep. But when they ask for it, which is better? Is it better if it's their idea or is it better if it's our idea? It's always better if it's their idea. When they say, how can I help you? All of a sudden, they're, um, it's their idea, right? I, I want to help you. So how do I do that? 
Okay, it's referrals. Referrals is not a question. Referrals is the answer, right? When somebody says, uh, how's business? Referrals. When somebody says, how's the market? <laughs> referrals. When somebody says, what can I do for you? Referrals. When somebody says, how can I help you? You say the word referrals. One word. Refer- don't hem and haw. Don't try to make up a script. Don't just say referrals and see what happens. And what's going to happen? The other person's going to have this look on their face like, oh, my gosh, that's so easy. Oh, my gosh, now I know exactly how to help you, right? So that's, I mean, that's, referrals is not necessarily a question. It's, it's an answer, right? And, and from there, what we've discovered is those people that maybe struggled with asking for referrals, and, and, and honestly, it's probably because they're a good person because it's like they're implementing the golden rule. I don't want to do it because I don't want somebody to do it to me. So, so okay, you're, you're not going to do it that way. Let's do it this way. And what we've discovered is they get really good at giving massive value first. The people act in accordance. Eight out of ten people will look to reciprocate by asking you, you know, how can I add value? How can I help you? What can I do for you? The answer is referrals. You get into a referral conversation. That referral conversation doesn't always lead to referrals right then. Sometimes it does. But in the long run, you are training your entire community, that the number one way to give back for all the value you give to the community, the number one way to give back is through referrals. People understand in my community and in the community of our catalysts and other people, it is, I I will tell you, it is like referrals are more valuable than money. Referrals are more valuable than money. I know you've been exposed to this too, and I don't, maybe you know who even who did this research. It's forever old, Michael, like maybe 30 years old. Uh, and this was before the internet, but I think it's still true. When you, if someone had to hire, say, for example, a roofer, uh, and they have to hire a roofer today, and they don't, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to ask who they, you know, do I know somebody personally? And if they don't, then the second yes. thing they do is they ask for a referral. And then the third thing they do is they respond to an ad. Now, I don't remember the breakdown of how those ratios work. I remember roughly that something like 30 or 40% of the time people are able to get a referral or basically use somebody they've used in the past. And then almost like, the, you know, something like 50% of the time, then they go and get a referral from somebody, they a trusted friend or advisor. And it was like 8%, Michael, or something like that, where they actually yeah. respond to an yeah. ad. What you're saying is basically work the group, you know, better your odds by being one of the 75 or 85% who are, you know, in that flow already opposed to, opposed to taking out ads. It makes perfect sense to me. And some of you guys who are overcomplicating uh, getting referral business, I like his, his uh, straight up approach. I mean, it's no BS, right? It's, it's you know, it, <laughs> exactly. it cuts right through all of it. Yeah. And if you guys, you know, sometimes you guys overanalyze why you're not wanting to ask for referrals. I like what he said. It made sense. You don't want to basically make them uncomfortable. But the other side of it, too, is that some of you guys are worried how you'll look asking for business. You guys think that they'll think less of you because you ask for referrals, where the exact opposite is true. Because generally speaking, when somebody asks you for referrals, it's you that makes you feel good because you see yourself as being potentially important to them enough so that they feel confident that you might have somebody for them. So when you guys don't ask for business, when you just assume people around you are going to magically send you business because they know you're in real estate, they aren't. He said it. Listen to what he said. We've been telling you guys this forever. You have to let them know that it's okay to send me business. And not only that, I would love it if you would, or they won't because they won't think you want it. Otherwise they know because they know you're in sales if he is in sales, he should be asking me. I shouldn't have to ask him if I can send him a referral. So it's kind of a perverse sort of 
you know, because people are uncomfortable maybe being seen as salespeople or whatever. Or do you see yourself as a salesperson? Sure. Yeah. Did you know that the root word of sales is solar, right? Which means to serve. So, yeah, there so you I'm go. definitely a salesperson in the, in the avenue of, of being a servant, right? And I think I think you, you hit on some great points there. And I, I think it's it's one of those where people need to just realize that uh, and, and this is even, you know, I know you coach a lot of the, the top, top producers, and they're the ones that really struggle when somebody else says, how can I help you? <laughs> they do. Or what can I do for you? <laughs> a lot of times they put their hand up and go, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. And trust me, that person will not worry about it. But the truth is, I mean, the truth <laughs> is they can help you. And the truth is the number one way they can help you is when you say referrals. Now, now when they say, oh, my gosh, who are you looking for, Right. Then, if you're if you're somebody that's running a 20-person team and and maybe lead generation isn't your number one biggest concern, then when they say, "Oh my gosh, who are you looking for?" You're like, "Oh my gosh, you know what we need? We need a marketing director, right? Somebody that that has you know these two or three characteristics, has run marketing campaigns before, and and that's who we're looking for, right? And then they're gonna go, let me think on that, right?" And, and, and they're going to find uh, someone. They're going to introduce, connect, or refer you to your talent, your next talent. You know, with the top producers, lead generation is not always our biggest, uh, biggest pain. But I will tell you, get in the habit. When somebody says, how can I help you or what can I do for you, just answer referrals for the next week and see what happens. Well, and, and the best part of this, and, you know, from a business perspective, is that this is the most profitable business, guys, you can go after. This is the most profitable oh, way. Every sing yeah, I mean, it, it is crazy, Michael. Don't you think? I mean, you've been in this business for decades, and you've seen this too. There's so many agents that are building these big teams and have all the staff and overhead and buying leads from Zillow and all this other crap. I mean, you <laughs> lived that Howard Britton stuff as well as we did. And but people don't realize that their net sucks. They're making eight, nine, ten percent, according to the you know the people that we've interviewed on this podcast. Their their net's terrible. But if you're in a referral based business, you can run at least fifty percent margins, probably closer to seventy five or eighty percent margins. If you just basically based it on that, you can do fewer transactions, have a business that you love because you know you're working with people who like you, you know, and you're in a situation where you're making killer margins. Isn't that all what all of you guys want? So listen, Michael, as we round the bend here, I really want to appreciate for your uh, your influence on the industry. You've been doing it for a long period of time. I really think that you have moved the needle in a significant way around this particular topic. It is, and listeners, it's absolutely one of the top, you know, really two or three spokes you should have on your lead generation wheel. Um, do go buy Mike. Michael, how many books do you have on Amazon now? And I know they're all bestsellers, but what's your latest one? The, the seven, seven I'm sorry for not having it in front of me. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. So seven L and, and, you know, beautiful thing there. Number one in real estate sales for almost eight straight years now, all by word of mouth, all by referral, no marketing, no promotion, no advertising. Yeah, well, well, Amazon promotes it. Real estate agents just came up. Yeah. Amazon. Well, Amazon's the distribution model, right? So it's, it's a, it's yeah, a beautiful no thing. Um, and then miracle morning for real estate agents uh, is, is uh, the ultimate morning ritual book. And it's, it's helped people, yep. you know, they want to own the day. Well, if you want to own the day, you need to own your morning, right? And if you own your day, you own your morning, you're going to own your life and take control of your life. And many times you can do that with just changing something you do in the morning. And that's the miracle morning for real estate agents um, that, uh, you know, right now it's number one in buying and selling homes. So it's, you know, the, the books have been very, very successful entirely because of 
like the listeners of this show and people like yourself who tell others and spread the word. So thank you. Well, there's not there's not very many of us anymore, Michael, that are trying to, uh, you know, you obviously are in, you know, we're, we're basically reading from the same script. We're trying to make a meaningful Absolutely. impact on the industry. We're trying to help these guys build profitable real estate practices. We're not just trying to, you know, so many of the people that are doing what you and I do nowadays, they're just essentially puppets of, you know, these big, it doesn't matter what they're essentially bought and sold and they're just trying to be masks for selling leads. Really. I see that so often. There's so few people out there, you know, you're, you, one of the things that our listeners like the most uh, is, you know, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That sounds very egregious, but the reality of it is it was when you adopt that mindset with a thick overlay of being of service to others. And that's mm-hmm. what Michael's all about. You guys, you guys, your life is going to change and you won't have to buy leads and you won't have to be beholden to, you know, some lead generation company. You won't have to be beholden to anything. You can be financially free through, through the service you're providing to others. If you don't have the existence on this planet and whatever that means to you, if you don't have this existence, existence on the planet that you've always dreamed of, it's simply because you have yet to help enough people accomplish their goals. In other words, you have not been of service to enough people. But if you're willing to adopt that, like Michael has, like many of you are, then the wor- world truly is your oyster. Not because because you are helping people accomplish their goals, because you are making their way on this planet easier, because you are truly being of service. Isn't that really in tune with how all of us are wired? Unless you're, you know, a psychopath, I suppose. <laughs> so, Michael, listen, <laughs> thank you very much for being my guest today. I really appreciate it. Uh, let's stay connected. And uh, hey, man, fantastic job on your books. I really appreciate it. Oh, and by the way, thank you for your advice on uh, choosing publishers. I appreciate that too. <laughs> I love referring people, especially when they're great like you, right? So that was an easy <laughs> thank you. That was easy. And then congratulations on your success. And uh, I can't wait to see, uh, I mean, where else do you have to go? But wherever you need to go or want to go, that, that that's going to be a next step in it, right? That's right. You have a fantastic day and listeners will talk with you on the show tomorrow. Thank you, Michael. Sounds great. Thank you, Tim. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate... This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.